This God's word is... Hey, while we're uh, walking down this path here, we got a few minutes. I wanted to give you something. I wanted to... Well, I guess I wanted to give you my God. You said you were having trouble finding a God when everybody's telling you to. I understand that. I kind of had to make my own, you know, pick from a little here, a little there. So I thought, why don't I just offer you what I have? You can take what you like, leave the rest, reject it all, replace it. But hey, at least we're getting the conversation going. Watch out for those guys on the bicycles. Um, let's start here. The word God is a very loaded word. People are always arguing about God without having a clue what each other means. You know, faith is very personal. I don't care if you belong to a religious organization or what have you inside that you're going to find everybody has all kinds of variations on what they believe what they fear where their faith is so having said that I want you to understand that my God the one I think of and kind of try to connect with every day is this it's all of matter, all of energy, all of space, and all of time, all at once. To me, that's God. It's like, everything is God. And that makes me part of God, too. And that was a bit of a shift for me, because I was raised with a different version where, you know, you had to watch out for what God thought of you. <clears throat> But I'll tell you how it works for me. Just for the for the sake of this conversation, I'm gonna take all the energy that animates life. You know, there's some kind of energy. I don't. It's not really just chemical. It's not really heat. It's not really um, kinetic. It's something. Some spark animates all living things. And then when it's not present, they're not alive anymore. Okay, can we agree on that? Okay. And it probably is, is some sort of energy that's pervasive everywhere. But for the sake of trying to get our heads around what I'm trying to explain, let's pretend it's all localized into this big lake. Just a giant lake of life energy. You know, and if you believe that you're, if you think God is life energy, there you go, there's your God. God's a lake. <clears throat> anyway, we got a lake. And then up out of the lake, the energy dissipates, just like moisture does out of a real lake, or a water lake, I should say. And, and then it condenses into a form and precipitates down. And it, in this case, unlike water splashing to the ground, it falls into the things that could live, that are ready to live and animates them. But 
just like water. All these drops converge, you know, families, neighborhoods, communities, cities, regions, countries, into this giant column of spiritual water. You know, it's taking its course, a very strong, powerful river, the river. That's us. We're part of the river. And if you look at rivers and you look at the stones in them, let's say, you notice something. You notice that they're all smooth. They're all round. You know, they have various shapes and colors and sizes, but all of them have been smoothed. And I'll tell you something, when I was looking for somebody to uh, mentor me at one point, someone told me, pick somebody who's got what you want. Not what you think you'll like, or what have you, this is business. Pick somebody who's got what you want. And I picked this guy who reminded me of one of those stones in the river, those smooth stones, because nothing seemed to perturb him. He took everything in stride, stuff that would have made me freak. He would just laugh about. I didn't know how the hell he did it, but I know I wanted it. So I asked him if he'd help me, and he said he would. He's the guy that was teasing me about, you know, being resentful and renting out space in my head for free. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so the point is, I decided I wanted to be a smooth stone. But this is the thing. Do you know how those stones get smooth in the river? Basically, violence. You know, getting smacked by objects, constant torrents of water, gravel, sand, other rocks tumbling down, you know? Rocks don't start that way, they start out edgy. You know, fresh from the volcano or what have you, they're gonna have all kinds of shapes and edges all over them. And then when that column of water, the river, or life, starts to pick up and pick up force, it pulls them up out of the bottom and sends them tumbling. That's just like us. You know, our edges are like our shortcomings and weaknesses. You know, things that fight the river. Things that aren't adapted to letting it flow over. Remember, if you fight the river, the river's gonna win. So things get going in life, as in the river, the edgy people, they get picked up, start tumbling. And that's why bad things happen to good people. It's nothing personal, it's just the nature of the river. Edgy things are gonna tumble when the water rises. And that's why bad things happen to you, when you can't think of a reason you deserve it, and you, you never do, by the way. But it's just someone else tumbling. Again, nothing personal. And as an aside, you can help yourself stop suffering then. And when things happen to you, remember it's just the river. When you make it personal, the pain becomes suffering, right? Basically, you become smooth. You become better for the purposes of creation by dealing with a lot of 
impacts with a lot of friction, tumbling. It's not bad. It's good. It's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen with you trying to manage it better and with more skill each time. Doesn't that kind of change how you look at problems, you know? And think about it. When at the end, if you can look back, you already had to go through the problem, but if you invested, you can look back and go, hey, you know what? I had problems, and I managed some of those pretty damn good. You know? That's a good investment. I think that'll be very meaningful at the end. Anyway, so we go through life and we know when we're fighting the river. You can feel it. If you want to know how to live a right life, pay attention to your guts. You know when you're doing something wrong. You know when you're lying to yourself, someone else. You know when you're cheating. You know when you're passing up opportunities to realize your full self taking shortcuts or lacking courage. The river tells you. You can hear it. You can feel it inside you. You just know. And the river also tells you when you're doing the right thing. When you're helping people, it feels so beautiful. It feels great. I used to wonder, you know, I feel so good when I help people. What do I do after I'm helping people? And I realized one day, well, just don't stop helping people. You know? And it doesn't mean I have to give myself over to nothing but charitable service. I mean, it means I can change my intent. If I pick up a piece of litter, I can do it because I want to make the place or the world a more beautiful place in my, this little area. Not because some idiot left a wrapper there. That changes everything. And instead of being resentful at the idiot... I feel a little splash of God going through me, the river flowing. You know, that's the thing. Remember that prayer? Uh, they call it St. Francis of Assisi prayer. And it's got, make me a channel of thy peace. Where, is, where there is hatred, let me bring love. Where darkness, light, so on. Well, it occurred to me years after I first heard that, probably on the umpteenth, uh, that's metric. The umpteenth time I heard it. <clears throat> channel. River. Make me a channel of thy peace. What he's saying is let me be the conduit for his God. He's talking to his God. Or his spiritual source for going on, really, is what that boils down to. Is why the hell am I here and why should I keep doing this? So, when he's saying, make me a channel, what he's doing is he's saying, run through me. And when you're delivering what you think is good, or, you know, if you're like, if you are inclined this way, what you think God would want you to do for people, it feels so good, you feel full of God. Because you are, because God is coursing through your channel. And when you stop, it runs out and it becomes a gulch. That's what was happening. I don't have a storage reservoir of God. I have to keep myself filled 
by doing what the river seems to want me to do. You know? And then, it's funny, but if you look at, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but if you, if you look at a coal miner in Siberia, or a hedge fund manager in Munich, completely different lives, so you would think. The props look different, and so on. But somehow, they get exactly the same lessons, you know? Old people will tell you the same things. They've got acceptance. They don't want to be bothered being resentful. They understand that being at peace is just too valuable to bother. They, they are humble. They don't hurry. They're like smooth stones. They even look like it, really. I know I will, with my bald head, once I start hunching over more. Anyway, it's kind of beautiful. So here's the thing, at the very end, you die. And out goes that energy. And that energy goes back, that drop of God, or the universal spirit, or whatever you want to call it, goes back into the lake, and it sweetens the lake that much for what you experienced in the course of your time in the river. So what I'm saying is, we are each little portions of God still evolving. Creation still underway. And you know what that does? That changes a lot. That means you don't have to make a big legacy here. That means that when bad things happen, they're not getting in the way of you making, making it or being successful in this life. This is just a business trip. You know, you started out at the lake. You're going down this river. And guess what? At the end, boop, you're going back in that lake. Back into the hole. Think of a glass of water, okay? If you drop it in a lake and then scoop it right back up again, are you gonna get it? Nope, you're gonna get some of it, maybe. But it's a whole different glass of water. And I think each of us is our own little unique drop, our own one-time portion of the lake. So just be a good drop. All you have to do is do what the river's telling you you should do. Bad things? Okay. Manage them well. Get some skills in how to navigate problems. You know, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're going to give back God a more refined portion of the whole for how you managed it during your time in the river. That's success. Success is finding your principles and living by them. The ones that make you feel like I'm doing the right thing. The ones that tell you I'm flowing with the river. I'm part of the universal energy and the direction it wants to take. You know? Think about that. Okay. And also, I'll tell you something. You know what goes right on business trips? You ever been on business trips? I have lots. 
And I'll tell you what goes right on business trips. Almost nothing. It's a shit show. You go out, you have all these plans that you've absurdly got down to the half hour detail. And when you get there, ugh, it falls apart right away. So it's improvise and compromise. And get back safely. And try to have a little fun while you're there. And here you are. Don't try to get it down to the half hour details. That's pointless. And you're wasting your time. You're not, you're wasting your business trip. You're not doing a good job. There you go, I'll give you that one. There's a crowbar to get you off any inability you have to let go. If you don't let go and enjoy these moments and be your best self and do your best to aid in the continued evolution of God, well, you're just an asshole. How's that sound? on that. This God's word is...